It's lunchtime in Central Texas. What are we having? Uh, this is your standard regular lunch, I guess. Milk? PB&J with the crusts cut off. Well, Brian, this is a very nutritious lunch. All the food groups are represented. Did your mom marry Mr. Rogers? Uh, no, Mr. Johnson. Huh. Time for the press box. Here's your host, Ward Weiss, along with Aaron Sexton. Uh, I got my lunchbox, and it is lunchtime in Central Texas. Hello, everybody. Ward White's Aaron Sexton along with you. Monday night football last night. Got a double header. Aaron, you were excited about having two football games to be able to sit back and watch simultaneously, pretty much. I mean, one was a little ahead of the other. But right. how did it go? Did you, did you enjoy it as much as you thought you would? Uh, you know, uh, the, the Saints game against the Panthers was kind of a rock fight. Mm-hmm. but still enjoyable, and I ended up watching the Steelers and uh, the Browns mostly, which, by the way, was an ugly game too, if you consider turnovers ugly. But those turnovers were also caused by two good defenses. They're, they're very, <laughs> they were forced turnovers. Yes. They weren't mistakes. Uh, well, they were mistakes, but they were forced turnovers, and you're right. It was because good defenses induced those turnovers in that game where the Steelers beat the Browns 26-22, to uh, and the Browns, they're better, but they just they got a little worse because they lost Nick Chubb. They did, and that's so sad. He he is, one, one of the best running backs in the league, just a, a super, super talented guy. He had a, a major knee injury in college when he was at Georgia, and that probably cost him a little bit as far as where he went in the draft, which mm-hmm. obviously cost you money. And then he rehabbed and, and – just became well. He he, be, he became an All Pro running back, and they didn't show it. But from everything I've seen, it's really really bad. I there's a there's a website, and they also do TikToks and and YouTube videos called the Sports Doctors, and that's what they specialize in. A couple of them used to work for colleges and NFL teams, and uh, the guy said, from what he could tell, it's at least a torn MCL, probably ACL, and it could could even be dislocated. Um, so it's uh, just terrible, terrible news for Nick Chubb. I really like him as a, as a player. And I think he's been the Browns man of the year a couple of times, you know, just an all around to, yeah. good guy. Yeah. Uh, Ford, the backup running back came in and, and had a, a pretty great game mm-hmm. for a, for a backup running back. And it looks like he's going to have that job going forward that they may re-sign Kareem Hunt. Who's been with that team knows the offense and, just got released in the offseason. That split was kind of acrimonious, but it's still a possibility that they could bring him back. It would just make too much sense. He was there, you know, his whole career except for the first year or the first two years at the at the Chiefs. So we'll see what they do at running back. But a really good game, and I like defensive scores. Well, there's 48 points scored. 21 were scored by the two defenses, mm-hmm. including the game-winning touchdown, which was an outstanding play by two different Two different Pittsburgh defenders, one to punch the ball out, and then T.J. Watt with the scoop and score. So, T.J. Watt, the best defensive player on the planet right now? Not named Micah Parsons, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, the elite pass rushers are so good right now. Mm-hmm. The Bosa brothers, T.J. Watt, 
and and Micah Parsons being the the top four, and there are some other really good ones, but there are some elite elite pass rushers. You're going to put Micah Parsons in front of T.J. Watt? Oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah, I would. It's fair. I know he hasn't been around as T.J. Watt, and T.J. Watt has got a lot of skins on the wall, so to speak. But man, Micah Parsons is just literally unstoppable, and T.J. Watt is close to that, but he can at least be blocked occasionally. You know, usually when Micah Parsons doesn't make a play, it's because it was on the other side of the field and he just couldn't get there in time. Mm-hmm. And he's usually close anyway. <laughs> I, I, I don't have a problem with that. I don't. But I've, I've heard a lot of people say, hey, tap the brakes on Micah Parsons. T.J. Watt is the best defensive player in the league by far. He's great. I'm not buying it. Right. I, I don't think T.J. Watt can win an MVP in this league that's not a quarterback. I think Micah Parsons can win an MVP in this league and not be a quarterback. I agree with that 100%. 100% I agree. Uh, and that shows you the difference in, I think, the way they're per- not only the way they're perceived, but also the results of their play. And that's not taking anything away from T.J. Watt. If he keeps that up for another four or five years at the pace he's going, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Oh, he's an no in- doubt. incredible, incredible <laughs> defensive player. Probably, he's. I would definitely top five. I would probably have him. I don't know. I don't know how, how much Aaron Donald's dropped off. It's still kind of tough to rank people ahead of him. But I would put. I would probably go with Parsons, T.J. Watt, Aaron Donald, and then Bosa. Bosa. That's fair. Starting with Nick, mm-hmm. you know, from the 49ers. Well, yeah, there's no doubt. <laughs> Can no you imagine doubt. being his brother? Joey, and being that great of a defensive end and not even being the best pass rusher in your family. <laughs> the guy's, the guy's a, a top five defensive player in the NFL, and he's not even the best defensive player in his family. That's, that's pretty funny. Yeah, that, that's – gosh, what, what else can you do? Uh, the Saints and the Panthers last night, 20-17, to 17, and I'm sorry, watching that game, it really wasn't that close. I mean, I think that you, you look at the – you wake up and you see that score and you go, oh, wow, what a great game. Not really. I mean, the Saints pretty much controlled that game the entirety of that football game last night. Yeah, they're just having trouble converting drives into touchdowns. Mm-hmm. They're moving the ball. They've got great receivers with Alave, My, uh, Michael Thomas finally healthy, and uh, Rasheen Shahid. Uh, that's that's a pretty pretty darn good receiving trio that they have. They need help at running back, but hey, guess who's coming back next week? Mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara. So yeah. they're getting help at running That's back. That's going to help not only at running back, but in the short passing game as oh, well. Oh, absolutely. It'll make such a huge difference on this offense they could, because that's why they've really – David Carr's played great the first two games. He really has. And the reason they haven't just been piling points onto the scoreboard is because they can't finish drives. They can't finish drives because they don't have a running game right now. They mm-hmm. actually used Taysom Hill last night a little bit, and he was effective. He shows was. you that they can block. They just need probably better backs. And they're going, like I said, they're going to get that this week with mm-hmm. Kamara coming back. Yeah, I don't know what the time of possession was last night in that game, but I would, I would almost bet that it was skewed to the Saints by far. Uh, in that, oh, in that I yeah, I, I agree with that one hundred percent. I have no doubt about that. A quick note, not to change the subject, but you mentioned time of possession, and I heard this nugget, and I can't remember to give credit, but the Cowboys' time of possession against the Jets 
was the most, and, and I'll look it up and see the exact time, mm-hmm. but it was the most time of possession that the Cowboys have had since 1985 in any game. Wow. They dominated that game so thoroughly that they almost broke their own record for possession of the ball on offense. Since 1985? 85. How about that? You would think it would have been in the 90s with the trio, but I guess you know what? You, you think about that team, and they they were able to close out games because of Emmitt Smith, but they also, Aikman and, and Harper and Irving, and they they hit some big plays and just stretched the game out and put people away early. No, you're right. Whereas this team, you just don't think about that, right? In this team, they have some playmate, big big time playmakers that can make big plays with Lamb and Pollard, but they that this Texas te- Coast Texas off, Coast offense not built for that. No, but it is effective. It runs the clock. It gets first downs and it mm-hmm. gets points. Now it needs to get seven points a little more often, but that'll come. You know, I think that will happen. And uh, the 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 time of possession breakdown for that game is pretty amazing. The Cowboys had the ball 42 minutes and 15 seconds to 17 minutes and 45 seconds for the Jets. That is an amazing stat. Wow. Did not realize that. Good stuff. Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, well, they just restructured his agreement, <laughs> giving him $210.6 million between 2023 and 2026, the most money in NFL history over a four-season span. Uh, his compensation for those years is now guaranteed. Yeah, that's if, if there was going to be a guaranteed contract, it probably should have been Mahomes the first one to get it. And it, it was actually it was Kirk Cousins, wasn't it? After mm-hmm. he left the Redskins, he mm-hmm. got fully guaranteed contract from the uh, Vikings, and then obviously Deshaun Watson got that huge guaranteed contract from the Vi- from the Browns. Which, by the way, not looking great right now. Just like Deshaun Watson. He is. He looked terrible he, last he year. He looks nothing like he looked in Houston. No, and it, it, before, before, right? The it, Houston part one. Absolutely, before all his legal troubles mm-hmm. and all that, he mm-hmm. does not. He 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 actually the year before all that happened, led the league in passing yards, mm-hmm. and that's a guy that can throw and run and just you strip everything else away and you just talk about him as a quarterback. He was fantastic in Houston on some bad Houston teams. I, I, it's amazing how much that year off and probably all the outside things have right. affected him because he was terrible last year. I think most people, including myself, kind of chalked that up to, well, he was out of the league. He was for out of the league, year. yeah. But he's had now one full season playing, two full off seasons playing, and two full games, and he still does not look like a good NFL quarterback. He doesn't look like the same guy. He does not, and he I don't just, know that he will be. Well, what have I it, always said about Cleveland? Yeah, it's where, it's where good quarterbacks go to in their career. Yeah. It's <laughs> and, just, or it's where every quarterback – they're not all good. There's been some terrible well, ones there. Yeah, but, I mean, you know yeah, – Even good ones, though. Even yeah. good ones have gone there, and you think, okay, this is a guy that's going to turn this franchise around, and they just can't get it done. Yeah, if, if Deshaun Watson's slightly above average last night, they win, mm-hmm. but he was not, and they lost. So we will, uh, we will see if he makes any improvements as the as the season continues. But he's been bad. Yeah, been real bad. 
How about this? You pointed this out to me before we went on the air. Colorado State, Colorado draws late night record. 9.3 million viewers on ESPN. Yep. I'm asking you, is the Deion Sanders and Colorado Buffalo experiment working? Oh, absolutely. Yes. They they won one game last year. People forget that. They're off to a 3-0 and start. Look, they're going to lose a couple of games, and I think they'll lose this week at Oregon. But he's brought so much excitement to that program. I've got – I was telling you when we were talking about this before the show, I've got friends on Facebook that aren't really college football fans. They're mostly – if they do watch football, it's the Cowboys. And they're like, I, I, I'm, I'm here for this Colorado thing. I'm watching every game. This is great. People that never watch college football and the ratings – for every game, all three games that they've played so far, the ratings have been just amazing. They, so, the the last week's game, uh, Colorado and um, Nebraska, mm-hmm. almost, I mean, and it was close, like. It averaged 8 million viewers on Fox. Right, and it almost, it was just a shade below the Texas and Alabama game. Think about that. And they were both on national TV. It wasn't like one of them was on Fox Sports 1. Mm-mm. They were both on national TV. And Colorado and Nebraska, two teams that were terrible last year, won three games between both programs, almost outdrew the two biggest programs in the country name-wise in ratings. That's amazing. It, it really is. And as long as this train keeps rolling, it's going to do nothing but get bigger and bigger. Now, look, there's, there's a couple of reasons for this. There's there's a reason because it's Deion Sanders mm-hmm. and everything that he does to draw attention to that team is strategically put in place by him. Um and there's there's some out there that want to see this thing explode and all of a sudden they're knocking on the door or there's some out there that are watching just for the fact of I want to see when this implodes, and you, you, that's why it's so big to me. That's I, exactly I right. Both and both sides are watching every game mm-hmm. and the whole game, especially uh, last week because it was such a great game, double overtime. Yeah, it was just, a good game. Just uh, I, I had to stay up, and I was barely. I had toothpicks in my eyes trying to stay up. Yeah, I mean the games are delivering on the hype. You know, this they is, are. It's been great. And uh, and it's going to continue to get be be great because so how how viewed is this Colorado and number ten Oregon going to be at three thirty on ABC? I think right, this is going to be the most watched game in the country. I again. think easily over ten million, and that's getting up there uh, close to like when you ta- start talking about if if it gets somehow got up to like over eleven million, close to twelve million, then you're talking about numbers comparable to Ohio State and Michigan, which every year is the highest rated game in college football. Mm-hmm. That's not a championship game or a playoff right, game. Right, right. Uh, so that that would be even more amazing if that happened. And I think I think this game easily will will have over ten million viewers. Easily. Just, just think about that for a second. For Colorado who won one game last year. <laughs> you you know, if you don't you can not like Deion Sanders, but the man is a marketing genius and obviously a pretty good head coach because he has got them believing and playing great and beating teams that nobody thought they were going to beat before the season. Well, and the thing about what D 
Dion has been able to do and and give credit where credit is due. He he deserves a lot of credit, but he's also smart enough. He put together a really good coaching staff. Absolutely. And, and that makes a huge difference. It does. A lot and a lot of coaches whether they're first-time coaches, which he was, and he coached at Jackson State also, but uh, he's still a fairly young and new to head coaching. A lot of guys like that want to, instead of bringing in a lot of experienced coordinators and staff members that will immediately, obviously, help your program immensely, they kind of want to bring guys that they've been close to that are around their age, or mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, and it may not be the well, it may not be the best set of assistants that they could have as far as experience and just being great coordinators. He did not let his ego factor into his decision to put together his coaching staff, and he put together, as you said, a fantastic one. Absolutely did. The Rangers, oof, they are reeling. Yeah. And it's not good right now. Nope. I look, they they still got a chance because they've got some head-to-heads with Seattle, but there's nothing indicating to me that this team is trending in the right direction No, at all. Let's ask Jeff Wilson from Rangers today. We'll see what he thinks about this baseball team as the press box continues right after this on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Big 12 Conference opener for Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears as Baylor welcomes the Texas Longhorns to McLean Stadium. 4.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 6.30 kickoff. This is Bear Country. And it's the Bears and the Longhorns this Saturday from Waco right here on the flagship station for Baylor Big 12 football. ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. September is the month to buy a Chevrolet truck. On every 2023 Silverado, you can take advantage of 0% for 36 months or as low as 3.9% for 72 months. Combine this with fantastic trade-in values, award-winning service department, and award-winning body shop, and zero gimmicks. It's a no-brainer. So give us a call, 254-840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We treat you like family. New roads. Everything we do, we do for you. First Central Credit Union says it's game on. Lower your monthly vehicle payments by refinancing your vehicle with First Central. Make it a winning season with refinancing set to your preferences. You decide the due date and frequency. Finance elsewhere? Save money with a new local game plan. Apply online today. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. You're invited to experience the best carnival in Central Texas at the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo this October. Grab the whole family and enjoy fun games, thrilling rides, and all your fair food favorites. Don't miss the opportunity to make memories that will last a lifetime. Purchase a fun pass at your local participating Sefco convenience stores for even more fun and excitement. Each one includes gated mission and unlimited carnival rides each day of the fair for only $90. Visit HotFair.com today for more information. 
You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the that means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. The 5th Street Market and Nursery is Bosque County's premier nursery, greenhouse, and boutique. Discover a variety of indoor and outdoor plants, unique gifts, and local artisanal products at their family-owned nursery and garden center. Located in Clifton off 5th Street, Highway 219. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 4. Check them out at fifthstreetmarket.com or on Facebook. Let their passionate team help your vision bloom into reality. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. Oh, how great it would feel to have your 20-year-old knees, shoulders, hips, and back. You know, you don't think about your pains when you're in your 20s or 30s, but you wish you could get that body back when you're in your 60s. I think QC did that for me. For Patrick, it started with a simple phone call to QC Kinetics. One day I was driving and I just heard the radio and I pulled over and took the number and I called him when I got home. Maybe that's you and you're listening right now. Why wait? QC Kinetics Regenerative Treatments uses your body's own natural biologics to heal and restore damaged tissue without invasive surgery or harmful drugs. And as for the results... My knees are as good as they were when I was in my 20s. I'm really happy with what happened. For Patrick, it's like QC Kinetics turned back the clock. Now it's your turn. Call QC Kinetics today for your complimentary consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas on this Tuesday afternoon. Glad to have you along and joining us as promised, Jeff Wilson, Rangers today. And Jeff, what happened? What what happened? We were talking playoffs just last week. Yeah, you know, it's it's the it's the same thing that, that keeps happening. The, the the bullpen keeps failing late in games. The offense um, isn't scoring enough runs, and uh, that's that's not going to win you a lot of ball games. I mean, they they go to Toronto. You know, this time last week they're in Toronto. They they play great. They pull off a sweep, huge sweep, get back into the playoff picture. Now they've lost four straight. They're still in the playoffs technically. They're they're tied for third with the Mariners for the or tied yeah for the third wild card spot with the Mariners. Um, but it's just it's it's aggravating. It's just completely and totally aggravating. Well, if they keep trending the way that they're trending right now, they're not. They're not going to be within striking distance of the wild card, are they? Well, you would you would think not. You know, I mean, the, the, there's there's twelve games to go. 
Um, seven of them are against the Mariners. So that's that's the that's the good thing. You know, if 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 the Astros who can't pull away in the, in the West um, do decide to pull away, if if Toronto pulls away, then they have a tough schedule coming up. Then the Rangers and the Mariners are going to fight to the fight to the death here at the and, and the last four games of the season at Seattle will be will be mammoth. So it, it's it's entirely possible the Rangers still make the playoffs. They're in the playoff hunt right now, but man, they, they're no nobody's really playing like they want to win the thing. Mm-hmm. When you when you look at this, it, is it just as blatant as? And I know that they're not hitting like they were, but this bullpen has really struggled most of the season, hadn't it? Yeah, it's it's the it's the weak link. It's been the weak link. Um, the Rangers thought they addressed it. They didn't do enough, you know, and then they just can't find anybody who, who they can rely upon. You know, they, they relied upon Will Smith in the first half. He was really, really good. Uh, but he's been, he just hasn't been very good. And, you know, entering last night, he had had scoreless outings in seven of eight, eight appearances, which might surprise a lot of people, but his last appearance wasn't very good at Cleveland. It cost the Rangers the game. Mm-hmm. And then, and they went right back to him. Uh, and, and really the, the, the whole thing fell apart when he walked the leadoff batter who was batting 188. You can't do that. No, you can't do that. You can't do that in a one run game. You can't do that in a five run game. It's just, you know, it's, that's where it started. And this is a veteran pitcher. He should have known that, but um, it just, the wheels came off after that. What can they do in the off season? I mean, is there anybody that is out there that they can make a move for, for that bullpen or is the injury to DeGrom and Max Serger, is that the biggest concern you start thinking, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know which direction to go with these guys because I, I think they'll be fine, but it's you just never know. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, is it a double whammy for them right now? Well, Scherzer's Scherzer's going to be fine. You know, this it, it, terrible timing. I think he's going to try to play catch today to see how he feels. Um, but it's um, it's just one of those deals. Is just bad timing. You know, it, it, all all the arm needs is rest, and. Um, He's going to be fine for spring training. And Grom's like, you know, good point. He's not going to be there till probably August. You know, and then and you know, Martin Perez is going to be a free agent. Uh, they have uh, Andrew Heaney's situation. I think it's a player option. And mm. you know, if, if he's not happy, then then he can opt out. Um, but if he's like, hey, I'm not going to get a better deal, he's going to he's going to exercise that option. So. Um, the the the, rota- the rotation is probably the the bigger deal. Now, after but after seeing what what has happened this year, Chris Young really needs to to kind of change a trend here with the team and invest in the bullpen. You know, John Daniels for all the good that he did, um, he really never valued quality bullpen arms. You know, you, you look at the closers during his, his time and then Neftali Feliz obviously was good, but they turned him to a starter. They did sign Joe Nathan, which was good. But, you know, Sean Tollison, Sam Dyson, these are guys that are, you know, weren't they 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 had good seasons but but couldn't replicate them. Mm-hmm. And so the Rangers really need to um I think, and I've thought this for a long time, go out and get a guy. You know, I don't know who's going to be available. I think Kenley Jansen, for instance, is a free agent. But 
go out and get a guy, get a, get a shutdown closer. And you don't have to worry about that. You know, Bruce Bochy had Trevor Hoffman when he was in San Diego and Trevor Hoffman's in the hall of fame. Yeah. He was pretty good. But, wasn't he? Yeah. He was pretty good. His first few years in San Francisco, he had Brian Wilson who saved like 30 or 40 games three or mm-hmm. four straight years in a row. You know, he, he did have to mix and match later in his giants tenure with uh, what, Santiago Castilla and, 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 um, Romo, um, I want to say Tony Sergio Romo, but, um, <laughs> you know, so it it can be done, but there just isn't anybody reliable down there right now. I mean, the most reliable guy, in my opinion, is Chris Stratton, and for whatever reason, they didn't want him to face a bunch of right-handers. They they thought they thought that the Red Sox were going to counter with some big left-handed bats off the bench. But man, I take I take my chance uh, with him over over Will Smith right now. Sure. It- is this team, in your mind, Jeff Wilson Rangers today with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas, is this team right now ahead of schedule of what you thought it would be coming into this season anyway? Yeah, they are. No, I mean, this no is all gravy, right? It, it, it really is. You know, the, 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 I, I thought that this team would win or would might finish around 500. I mean, they won 68 games last year, you know. Right. And, and so they've they've already improved by 14 games, which is which is a big deal, um, and and they can still get better. And they can still win the playoffs, but when they were six and a half games up in June, they really raised everybody's expectations, got everybody excited. This is a, a fan base that you know the Rangers have never won a World Series. Um, they haven't been to the playoffs since 2016. They haven't had a winning season since 2016. So expectations shot through the roof but if you pull back and then and, and look at things and you know again i think i've said this before if if the entire fan base was offered in spring training the chance to be tied for the third wild card spot with 12 games to go everybody would have taken that scenario mm-hmm. there's no question they would have done it now that the rangers have had injuries you know they've had they had what six all-stars uh four five of them have been on the the injured list in the second half uh, Jacob DeGrom didn't make it through May. I mean, they've battled. They've had a lot of things that, that haven't gone their way, including depth developing at, at, at the minor league level. But, um, yeah, they, they are ahead of expectations. You know, And if, if you want to go back in franchise history and think about these things, you know, you go to 2007, the Rangers weren't very good. 2008, they, they were a little better. 2009, they almost made the playoffs, and then 2010 they went to the World Series. So this this really could be the 2009 phase right now, if you want to if you want to compare it to anything in, in club history. But um, this this team still has a chance. It's it's because nobody else really really is playing that well either. Is it a good thing if they do are capable of getting in? Because let's face it, if if they do, they don't. They still don't have the bullpen to make a run. Yeah, well, you get in the tournament and then you, you know, and then you see what happens. You know, you, know, you look at you know, look at the NCAA basketball tournament. You know, how many teams go in there with sure with low hopes and end up end up winning the thing? You know, I mean, UConn was a national champion this year, and at one point they weren't they weren't very good. So, mm-hmm. you know, and then you know, so you just got to get in. Anything can happen. You know, you can. I, I, an opposing pitcher can have a terrible night and you get a jump on the series. It, it, it's, uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, the bullpen's an absolute concern, but also in playoff baseball, things work out differently. You, you know, you, you push guys 
more than an inning, your best relievers. You, you, you know, in this case, I think the Rangers actually squeezed another inning out of Jordan Montgomery last night. Um, you know, your your starting pitchers, no matter what team, they're, they're your best pitchers, and they're the ones that you want to get the most out of. And I think that if the Rangers do make it to the postseason, you'll you'll see them push their starters. Well, and if you got a manager like Bruce who's been there, done that, you would seem to trust him even more, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he he had he had such uh, a good group of guys who stayed together. They were together for a long time. I mean, Jeremy Affelt, you know, the left-handed reliever for the those Giants teams. He was a, he was a staple, you know, and then. Um, and, and the rules were a little different, you know. You could mix and match, yeah. batter to batter. Uh, I think that's that's something that that probably uh, Bruce Bochy is missing greatly right now. But um, he 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 knows, Mike Maddox knows. They know how to how to get through, get through a, a rough stretch. And then you thought they were coming out of it. Um, they they really are putting in the, their best guys that they think can get the outs and and you know there's more to it than left right matchups there's you know guys can't hit sliders or you know if they can't hit left-handed changeups that's kind of where the analytics comes in but the eye test is still what Bruce Bochy and Mike Maddox are going to rely upon problem is nobody's passing the eye test right now and I like that I I don't I don't know about you Jeff but I I like that it's a little bit old school trust your gut I I know I've been down this road before and I can feel it. I'm not a I know what the analytics are and I know what they say, but sometimes they just don't tell the whole story to me. Yeah, they don't. They're 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 probabilities. Right. That's what that's what analytics are. It's it's probabilities. And you know, it's maybe there's a eighty four percent chance that that the number nine hitter Colton Wong last night was not gonna get a hit on a left handed slider. But if you hang a slider, anybody can hit it, and that's what happened on the right. double. And and so you know you just have to go with your gut. And if you know this guy is not not performing well, um, sometimes you have to make a tough decision. And that's what that's what Bruce Bochy gets paid for. That's why he's going to go to the Hall of Fame because he's made these decisions in the past and they've worked out well. Um, it's just going to be um, again just finding the right thing, you know, the, the right guy. Maybe maybe they maybe they use him seriously. Maybe they use Martin Perez for an inning. Maybe they use mm-hmm. Andrew Heaney in a in a closing situation. I mean, Andrew Heaney's a strikeout guy, even though only throws in the nineties. Put him in there. Give him a chance. At this point, it can't it can't it can't be any worse. Young and Garcia come back to the lineup. What does that say for them? I know that that's that's got to be great news. But neither one of them are a hundred percent right now, are they? No, and I think it kind of, I think it kind of showed a, a little bit. You know, their timings off. Young, Young had some good at bats. He hit the ball hard. He did that. He did get a hit in the ninth inning. Um, his his thumb, it, it just looks grotesque. Um, you know, but but it, it's better than it was a week ago, apparently. So um, you, you trust the player at this point. He said there's going to be pain, um, but there's two weeks ago, he, you know, the, the doctor, this renowned thumb surgeon, cleared him. So the bone's stable and, and has the plate in there. So um, you, you give it a go. Uh, Adolis Garcia was in a funk before he went on the injured list. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it didn't look a lot 
and then the time off didn't do him any good as far as his time is concerned. And he played, he played a pretty decent right field last night, I thought. Um, but you can tell it, it's hard for him to slow down. You know, like he can get there, he can get up to speed, he can get the ball, but slowing down is a problem. And um, that's kind of been one of his strengths is his ability to stop and turn and throw. So uh, it's going to be a little bit different. But, you know, DHing really wasn't an option for him because the Rangers need Mitch Garver's bat in there. Um, he's been really good since August 1st. And, and, and it's a guy that you need in the lineup, especially when you're not scoring any runs. So, um, it's not an ideal scenario, uh, but you know if you give them a few games, maybe these they, you know they feel things out here these next couple games, and by the Seattle series they're they're ready to go. But um, you know when they hit when they hit the ball, it usually goes a long way. So um, it's it's the they're better off with those two in the lineup than without. What does it say about Young though to you, Jeff? I mean, you've been around this club for a long time. You know the Rangers better than anybody. It. When you see a guy like this, a rookie that has had a severe injury, fights his way back to get back in the lineup, even though he's probably not 100%, even though he's in a lot of pain, I mean, is is this the new face of the franchise? Is this the new Beltre? Uh, he, he's got a chance to be the, uh, the guy. I mean, you look at what they did without him. They went 16 and 21 without him. Their offense went in the in the toilet without him. They're averaging less than a more than a run less per game without him than, than before he was injured. So this is an important guy. He's a baseball rat. I mean, he, he loves the game. You know, he <laughs> he unfortunately has experience coming back from injuries. But uh, he said yesterday that when the doctor gives him a deadline, he always tries to or not a deadline, but a you know a date a target date. He always tries to beat it. He did it with his foot two years ago. He did it with his shoulder last year. He did it with his thumb here this this last five weeks. So, um, you know, you just, he's the kind of guy you want on your team. He's gritty, has a lot of energy, um, you know, just plays the game really, really hard. And of course is very good. So um, he has a chance to be around for a long time. And, you know, when the Rangers, you know, you can talk about free agency and all that, that stuff, they really should start locking up some of these, these young players while they still have them under control. And, Josh Young has a long way before free agency. Maybe you want to see him get through. You're healthy, but the Rangers really need to start putting these contract extensions on the on the table for guys like him. Um, Adolis Garcia probably should should get a little extension. He's a little older, so <clears throat> so it'll be a different deal. You know, Nate Lowe. He only has 16 home runs this year, but he's second in the league in doubles. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's gotten a lot better defensively. Jonah Heim, you know, probably going to win a Gold Glove with an All Star. Those are those are three, four guys that you might want to say, hey, we got to get these locked up. I mean, kind of look at the kind of follow the Braves model. You know, they have all this great young talent locked up for years and years. They're going to be good for so long. You know, I, I think that's kind of a model the Rangers need to consider following. Speaking of young players, you keep up with the the affiliates as as good as anybody at Rangers today and. In Round Rock right now, they are they are hovering around first place and big series yep. coming up this week and and they've got a they've got a chance to make some noise. That's gotta be good news for this organization because those are the guys that are right on the cusp of coming up. Yeah, you know. The you know, the minor league is about player development, but you also want them to learn how to win and, and how to how to perform in big and on big stages and 
this is the biggest phase they're going to face this year. These are the tightest games you're going to have this year. And you want to learn how to win them, do what it takes to win a ball game. And so for guys like <clears throat> Justin Foscue, Davis Wenzel, uh, you know, Jonathan Ornelas and Sam Huff just got optioned back there yesterday. Uh, Wyatt Langford, the first round pick got promoted yesterday and he's going to join the team for the last, the last regular season uh, series. So you want these guys in these situations because the Rangers are, you know, feel like their window is opening for the playoffs. They want guys who are going to be a good and b no, no, not lock up or freeze up when, when the times get tough. So mm-hmm. it is a good thing. And, you know, the, the, the low A team is in the playoffs. The high A team got eliminated from the postseason. Only Frisco didn't make the postseason, but they played there last year. So, you know, there's talent in the minor leagues, yes, but you got to learn how to win. And then this is it's a big deal. It's a big deal for Round Rock to to get a chance to go to the postseason. You, you mentioned Langford and the the way he has been just climbing the ladder since he got in this organization. Is he going to be one of the faces you might see as as spring training comes back around that he may be on this on this roster. I don't think he'll make the opening day roster, but I don't think he's far away. Really? I think, uh, I think Evan Carter has, you know, in, in what, 10 days he's been in the major leagues has shown that he's not going back to the minors. I think Evan Carter's your, <clears throat> your starting left fielder next year. Maybe they move Leody Tavares to, to left field, but I, Evan Carter's never going back to the minor leagues. Right. Um, I think I think Langford, you know, this is his technically his fourth level. You know, if you count the Arizona Fall, uh, Complex League, where they they kind of send all their draft picks to to get a few games in, but um, it's his third full season affiliate. What he did at, at, at Hickory was really really good, but what he did at, at Frisco was even better. I mean, he hit over, I think he hit over 400 uh, in in his short time there. So. Uh, he hit with power. He made some plays defensively. He'll steal some bases. And this guy's got a chance to be really good. I mean, the, the Rangers, when <laughs> when uh, I think it was the White Sox, when the White Sox took the high school kid instead of Langford, and the Rangers had to be doing cartwheels, and they have to be thanking the thanking the White Sox or maybe it was the Tigers, <laughs> one of those crappy Central teams. They have to be thinking whichever team it was. Thank you for for not taking Wyatt Langford. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today with us here on ESPN Central Texas. And, and Jeff, you, you look at this Ranger team right now, and, and we've talked at nauseum about, okay, they're, they're going to be there, they're not going to be there. Your gut feeling, is this a wild card team right now? Uh, hmm. I mean, if I, if, I look at this, if I look at everybody's schedule and then look at this analytically, I think yes, the Rangers make the postseason. Okay. If I if I look at it based on the way they played in the last four games and just kind of the sense right now that I don't think they make it. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, the, the the Seattle series, the two of the remaining Seattle series are just massive. They're huge, aren't they? It's huge. Yeah. And you know, like the Blue Jays are have to play the Yankees and the Rays twice each, once once on the road and once at home. Uh, the, the Astros are playing the Orioles and the Royals. Then they play the Mariners and the Diamondbacks, and those you know the Diamondbacks are, are are a good team right now, and they're fighting for their playoff lives. The Mariners are playing the A's right now, but then they play the Rangers, the Astros, and the Rangers. So, I mean, it's it, it really you know, it's cliche. It, it's up for grabs. Anybody, any any one of these four mm-hmm. teams could fall out of the playoffs or could solidify their place. But I I just think when you look at the, the overall picture. 
and look at the talent on the Rangers roster, even as bad as they're playing right now, they're they're a playoff team. They're, they've they've performed like one pretty much all season, so they've they've got they've got what it takes. It's just what do you believe? Do you believe the pull yourself back, look at it from thirty thousand feet, or do you look at the, the, the up close view and, and that makes your stomach turn sometimes. <laughs> Either way, we're ahead of the game because we're talking playoffs with this baseball team. And I, again, when we started this conversation, we said that was an improbability coming into this season. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, they've, they've exceeded expectations, and, um, you know, preseason expectations, June expectations. They're not, <laughs> they they're changed, not didn't they? Right <laughs> yeah, they sure did. Jeff Wilson, Rangers Today, with us in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Jeff, tell, tell them how they can find Rangers Today, please. Sure. Uh, RangersToday.com. It, it's five ninety nine a month or $60 for the year. It's it's uh, money well spent. It's cheaper than any of the other outlets uh, that, that cover the team. And um, I've, got a, I've, got, I've got 16 years now in my back pocket covering this team. So, um, you know, I get help from T.R. Sullivan, who's, who's covered the team forever. Uh, I've got my podcast and my partner, John Moore. So um, it's, a, it's a fun time. We, 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 we don't kiss, kiss a lot of butt. Um, we, we, we look at it as analytically as possible, try to be as fair as possible, and, and, and try to cover as much as possible. So um, it's pretty good. I mean, I'm a little biased, but it's pretty good. No, you're right. It is real good. And <laughs> Jeff Wilson, Rangers today with us in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. Jeff, I really appreciate your time. Have fun at the ballpark, and we'll catch up next week. Okay, Warden. Appreciate you. There he goes. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today. Stay right there. When we come back, we'll talk a little college football on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. This is ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. And when it's time for a new car, truck, or SUV, Bird Colgen Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models like the Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. Bird Colgen Ford proudly supports all Central Texas athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at Bird Colgen Ford. Experience better at Bird Colgen Ford. Elevate your career with a new job at Time Manufacturing Company. First, second, and third shifts are available. CNC machinists start at $21 an hour. Welders start at $22 an hour. And second and third shift differential is an additional $250 an hour. Time Manufacturing is a leading global manufacturer of vehicle-mounted aerial lifts, digger derricks, bucket trucks, and bridge inspection equipment. 
Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals live from State Farm Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. King of the road. At UBO Business Services, we recognize that on-prem print servers cost an organization $1,800 to $3,600 annually. With UBO, we are the only dealer in the country that can take print driver deployment, offer secure cloud printing, offer follow me print, scan to myself and cloud as well as x media's faxing all to the cloud call sean hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com Kubota's most popular tractor continues to reign supreme because it continues to outperform the competition. You can snag a deal on an L2501 and bundle it with the most used attachments for as little as $299 a month. A new Kubota with loader, bucket, and box blade could be delivered today and ready to go this weekend when you purchase from WC Tractor. Think of all the chores you can finish. Payments are valid now through September 30th. Visit WCKubota.com or go to KubotaUSA.com for more info. Come check out the end-of-summer clearance sale at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. Many of our boats are now priced as low as they can go. You don't want to miss out on these incredible deals. Also, for a limited time, we're offering free accessories packages worth up to $2,750 with select Yamaha boats. Imagine the satisfaction you would feel owning a new boat. Visit our website, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com, or Google Marineland Boating Center. You can see in our reviews why we are the highest-rated boating center in Central Texas. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. Play ball. Hey, welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward White and Aaron Sexton along with you here on this terrific Tuesday as we get one day closer to high school football coming up across our airwaves. Some good games in college football coming up uh, over the weekend. Uh, we'll start with number four, Florida State and Clemson. Does does that get you Oh, yeah. There's, moving? <laughs> there's so many top 25 matchups this week. And uh, I, I just – I can't watch them all, but I, I want to. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's just a, a great lineup. I will definitely be watching at least part of that. I think there's a better than slim possibility that – Florida State blows them out, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I think it's it's possible. It's also possible Clemson 
bounces back a little bit. Uh, I'm not real positive about it, but I I don't I don't want to say anybody's ever overranked, but I think Florida State might be in that category closely. Um, but they're pretty good. Auburn and Texas A and M at Texas A and M. I I think this is going to be a good football game. Even though it's two non-ranked teams, I still think this is going to be a good football game. Yeah, and this is uh, early in the season, must win for both of them. I, you're you, right. Because this, this, is, this is a game that if you're either team, you had to look on your schedule and say, okay, if we want to have a chance to, to make the SEC championship game, we have to beat A&M or we have to beat Auburn because of who else we have on the schedule. That's right. Uh, one that's intriguing to me, the Iron Skillet, SMU at TCU, 11 a.m. kickoff. Now, TCU has said we're going to discontinue the Iron Skillet. SMU ponies are not real happy about that. So that adds a little fuel to this fire. It's always a great rivalry game, but I think that adds just a little bit to this thing. I still think TCU is a better football team as of right now, but you never know what can happen. Yeah, it did. It's uh, I don't know how much of it I'm going to be able to watch though. <laughs> There's just so many other huge, huge games right. on this weekend. It just intrigues me because of the history of that, the Iron Skillet. Oh, absolutely, yeah. and and the fact that it's the probably the last probably one last for quite one. a while, which is sad, but I understand why. I I get it, but I think you could probably keep that one on your schedule just because of the intrigue in the Metroplex and the Dallas versus Fort Worth and the longtime rivalry. I, I think you could find, if you wanted to, find a way to keep that thing going. But uh, they, the Frogs have decided they're going to step away. The most viewed probably will be number 19 versus number 10, Colorado and Oregon, 2.30 kickoff on ABC. Any doubt in your mind that's the most viewed game? No, no. And there's some other huge games, and that will easily be the most watched game this weekend. Well, here's here's a couple of huge ones for you. Number 22, UCLA. Number 11, Utah. 2.30 kick on Fox. Eh. I don't know. Could be a good it's one. It's not high on my list, but it should be a good game. How about number 15, Ole Miss. Number 13, Alabama at that 2.30. That was high on my list. There's been some chirping. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lane Kiffin said that. And look, if anyone – would know what a Kevin Steele defense looks like. It's Lane Kiffin. He's yes. coached against it so many times when Kevin Steele was defensive coordinator at multiple different S- – Kevin Steele's defense, that's – and I can't remember the defensive back's coach name. He goes, but that's his defense. And Saban is, no, that's not true. Kevin Steele's our defensive coordinator, and I don't know what he's talking about. Well, look, <laughs> maybe he's trying to stir the pot. Kiffin does like doing that. But, like I said, if anyone knows what Kevin Steele's defense looks like, it's Lane Kiffin. And if he says that the other guy looks like the other guy is running the defense, I think I believe that. I think I do too. Uh, some Big 12 matchups, BYU at Kansas. I think that could be a fun one just because whether you want to admit it or not, Kansas looks like they're better, right? So, Oh, absolutely. You, you, you have to kind of keep an eye on that one. Texas Tech at West Virginia. Now, look, this is going to be a tough one for the Red Raiders because Morgantown's a tough place to play. But I'm not buying the hype on West Virginia. I think they're still what we thought they were coming into the season. So yeah, that I mean, should be interesting. Right. I don't think Pittsburgh's very good. That's also their that's also their big rivalry game. I mean, that's the most important game of the season to them. Mm-hmm. When they play Pittsburgh, that's their Super Bowl. 
And it's hard to stay up like that two weeks in a row. So I, I, I agree. Number 14, Oregon State. Number 21, Washington State. There's another one. Also, Ohio State and Notre Dame, six versus nine. Uh, I think that that's probably the best late-night game uh, that you're going to get uh, of college football. But we'll talk more about college football and some of the matchups coming up a little bit later on in the week. Don't forget John Moore's coming up at 2 o'clock. Matt Mosley at 3 to 6. And then Ranger Baseball is all right here on ESPN Central Texas. That's going to do it for us. For Aaron Sexton, I'm Ward White. So until next time, so long, everybody. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430 and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com. Want to cover sports, news, try advertising, broadcasting? Well, the Baylor Department of Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media has the skills, knowledge, and opportunities you need to succeed in your next